Welcome to the Terrible Warriors. And welcome to our summer break, looking back at the Tabletop Tuesday streams that we hosted in partnership with the Dungeons & Do-Gooders. Throughout the months of June and July, we were invited to team up with the Dungeons & Do-Gooders, a Vancouver-based group of gamers and streamers, to present a different one-shot RPG every week. For our penultimate game, I wanted to check in with an old classic when it comes to one-page RPGs. So we set our sights on the stars, and we set out to find lasers and feelings. I love that. I get this countdown right before we come on. This this week was three, two, one, Justin. And that's exactly how I <laughs> want to start my night. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tabletop Tuesdays. I'm uh, Justin Eacock from the Terrible Warriors. I know it says Dice Warriors, but fun fact, Terrible Warriors is too many characters for a Twitter handle. So uh, here we are. Uh, I run a uh, actual play RPG. We're actually just wrapping up our ninth season which is kind of exciting and every tuesdays the dungeons and do-gooders invite me here to co-opt their stream and bring in some non-dungeons and dragons uh mods as you will we've been playing one page rpgs and one shot rpgs since the beginning of june it's been a, a an absolute blast and today we're gonna finally play like the one page rpg no not that one we're doing that one next week this one we're doing is actually based off the one we played last week and desire it's lasers and feelings and a lot of one page rpgs oh no oh right in the middle of his explanation we've lost Justin. <laughs> oh no oh, here people oh, i'm on the I wi-fi he's, he's coming down. back no, i still he's hear y'all are you back i'm still here, I'm still here. Roger strikes back. Revenge <laughs> of the going down. Um, my, I am on Wi-Fi. He's in a black my, hole. My Ethernet dongle isn't working. Oh. Can you all hear me now? Yeah, you're yes. alive. You, you were just yeah? frozen okay. and quiet for a second. There's, uh, there's uh, pills if your dongle isn't working. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right, well, there's all the peanut gallery in the background. Let's bring them in and, and, and get this boat in the road. That way, the next time I collapse, they can just keep playing without me. Uh, this is a, as I mentioned, it's a one-page RPG. The whole thing's available for free. It's under a Creative Commons license. So if you want to, like take lasers and feelings and make your own hack the permissions are all right there on the side you can go ahead and do that uh and it, it's uh, john harper is the creator of lasers and feelings google it download it play it with your friends uh, these one-page rpgs are fantastic if anything happens to your regular gaming group and there's a cancellation or the gm can't make it or anything and you can just pull this one out maybe you're just want to just take a break from your campaign and play a little palate cleanser pull this one out away you go all right Joining us on our intrepid crew, we're going to name our ship and do all that in a second, but first we need to find out who we are sailing the stars with tonight. Uh, so we'll start on uh, my left, uh, your left. <laughs> he's uh, first time here actually joining me on, on Tabletop Tuesdays, which is a lot of fun, and he's going to be back again as our guest next week when we play Honey Heist. Hey, it's Craig Chapman. Uh, welcome. Hey, hey hello. Time you showed up. I was wondering where I know, you were. right? Yeah, I've just been <laughs> hiding in the background this entire time. Uh, and as we just, just waiting, just waiting. Ready. Uh, lasers and feelings makes me ask the question: What's your favorite laser color? Oh boy! If you were uh, a laser, what if I was would a laser? Be? Okay, okay, okay. Well, favorite favorite laser color would would probably be yellow. 
like yellow lasers. I, I'm a fan of the Jedi Sentinel. You know, I know not everybody is the, the Sentinels fan, but I like the Jedi Sentinels. Uh, yeah, and if I was... Tanks. Yeah, you know, hey, it's, everybody's, everybody's, got, everybody's allowed to have a favorite lightsaber color. And uh, it just happens to be my favorite laser color as well. You know, lots of lots of very common ones out there. Uh, and if I was a if I was a laser, what kind of feeling would I be? Or if I was a feeling, what kind of laser would I be? <laughs> yes, yes to both. Excellent. Um, I answer to both of those things. Joy. I knew Perfect. You would say joy. Excellent. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, going along the line, we last saw her falling into the void of an eldritch horror's maw. Can't wait to see them in All Stars. Uh, they're back, and they're not in black and white. Welcome back, Maggie, to uh, to Tabletop Tuesdays. Hello. So, same questions to you. Uh, if you were a laser, what feeling would you be? Oh, what feeling? Uh... I think I would be uh, confused. Confused. Excellent. Well, we've got more for that in store for you over the next couple of hours, I'm sure. Confused and and uh, I don't remember. I think the last time we saw uh, our next player, they were being blasted away by an exploding keg and being sent off to the Fairy of the Damned. And instead, they've ended up among the stars. Welcome back, Gina. Hello. Hello. Good to be back. <laughs> How's Wave Course Summer going? It's it's really fun so far. Um, we mm, almost got destroyed last time, but you know it's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's not a lot of reach. You gotta leave them wanting more. Yeah. You can't just go right for the win. You're only halfway through your season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, well, uh, Wave Course Summer, if you don't know, uh, is every Wednesday uh, right here on D and DG, and they're doing what was it? You're all playing Moronic Pirates. Yeah, Moronic Pirates, yeah. kind of like yeah. 80s synth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like our flag means death with more Kanye glasses. It's... <laughs> oh, that's a fucking great show. <laughs> Gina, if you were a feeling, what laser would you be? Uh, I was thinking either exhaustion or um, uh, anger. <laughs> Red. Red. It's like just, sometimes anger and exhaustion. Maybe that's our next one page RPG. Anger and exhaustion. You have two <laughs> stats and you roll between them. And of course, every week on Tabletop Tuesdays, we have a special guest who joins us uh, here at the table, fills up our fourth chair, and we're going to learn more about what Trevor is all about. But welcome to Tabletop Tuesdays, Trevor. Hey, hey! Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you what's for being halved. <laughs> so, same same question. Um, what's your favorite laser color? And if you were a feeling, what laser would you be? What laser feeling would you be? Green and ennui. Mm. Mm. Excellent, mm. soupy. Mm. All right, excellent. Well, that 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 isn't that just a whole 2022 mood, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's life now. <laughs> so. Lasers and Feelings is a one-page RPG very similar to Madness and Desire. You have two stats, lasers and feelings. Whenever you are acting with rationale and science or just hitting something really hard with a wrench, you are rolling lasers. Whenever you are dealing with romance, passion, or witty rapportee, you are rolling feelings. You will have one stat number that you're going to pick during character creation between two and five. Whenever you are rolling lasers, you will roll under that number for a success. Whenever you are rolling feelings, you are rolling over that number for success. So if you want to be better at lasers, you're going to want to have a high number. 
And if you want to be better at your feelings, you're going to want a low number. And again, it's only between two and five, so like, don't overthink it too much. Uh, and uh, in the character creation bit, I asked everyone in advance to uh, make their circles and write them down. We're going to present them here live. We're going to create this whole game here in the moment. Oh boy. And then we're going to create our ship uh, that has a couple of options. We'll give it a name, of course. And then I will roll up what our space adventure is. And then we're just going to go right into it. In Lasers and Feelings, we'll rename it. It says you're the crew of a scout ship, the Raptor. Your mission to explore uncharted regions of space to deal with aliens, both friendly and deadly, and defend the consortium worlds against space dangers. Captain Darcy has recently been overcome by the strange psychic entity known as something else. And leaving you all to fend for yourselves while he recovers in a medical pod. So one of the first things we're going to have to figure out also is who's in charge of the boat? Because Captain Darcy's down in the med bay. Trevor, what character did you circle? What would you like to be? Introduce us uh, first your style of character, the role you chose, and you got to let me know what your laser and feelings number is. Yes. And then finally your name. And then we all so give each other a goal so i need to know what, what what's your drive why oh. did you do this why are you out here right um i chose uh, an alien soldier uh what was the next thing name uh you're, so yeah an alien soldier <laughs> yeah uh, and, oh, and you have the number crew. and uh, yeah what's your laser feeling number four four so Four. you're more lasers than feelings. I am a lot more lasers than yes. feelings, yes. Uh, and what shall we name this alien? Uh, this alien goes by the name of Weaver. 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 And what sort of alien is Weaver? Uh, uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the species is known as the Arachnus, and they are from the planet Thraxin. And oh, they are spider creatures. Spidery, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just webbing in the hallways, webbing in the quarters, webbing in the bridge. Just oh, yeah. Webbing. yeah. Just yeah. sticky all over the yeah. ship. Just everywhere in the corners. You're often going to see Weaver lurking off to one side. And what kind of soldier <laughs> is Weaver? Um, are I they mean, like, are we think, talking like space marines? Like you're out there uh, fighting the bugs? Or are you more mm -hmm. like dwarf? code of honor head of security uh i would say head of security but less code of honor more assassin sort of uh <laughs> commando style okay yeah all right very, so very spider very odo spider. if he was a spider oh there you go <laughs> got it there you go i mean he could be a spider <laughs> that's not terrifying he could he literally could be yeah. a spider could be a spider right now and you wouldn't yeah. know it he could be right yeah. behind you He's right there, Trevor. He's right Bad. there. I saw him. He changed. He's hiding as one of your books. You're going to have to burn the whole library now. Um, <laughs> Gina. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, finally, Trevor, uh, what's your goal? Your player goal and every player's goal is to get involved in crazy space adventures. Crazy space uh, adventures. And make the best of it. But what is uh, Weaver's goal? What are, uh, what are they setting out to do? Is this outward or secret? Uh it's, 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 it, I mean, it might not be known by the characters, but in a one-shot, one-page RPG, let's not be subtle about it. And let me know so then I can play into that. You know, uh, uh, Weaver is an agent of the Arachnus and is uh, basically exploring space to find more 
prey for their people. Okay, fine. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're scouting scouting for food. Oh yeah. Yes, Weaver would like to eat. I mean, meet lots of different new species. Yes. Mm, this new planet looks delicious. All right, that is enlightening, Trevor. Gina. Yes. Uh, yes. Same questions to you. We work mm-hmm. our way down the list. What is style uh, character did you choose? Android. Android. Oh, sorry, Maggie. <laughs> Android I did was say, I didn't tell anyone alien. what the order was going to be, but I did tell everyone that we can only choose one. And if someone picks yours first, you're going to have to swivel. Yeah. On the spot. So, uh, Android. All right. Uh, ruin Maggie. What was, uh, Gina, tell me what Maggie's choice was for uh, the character role that you picked. Damn. Doctor? No? Are you okay, Maggie? We're good? <laughs> All right, excellent, excellent. We're fine, we're fine. So you're, fine. you're our robot doctor. Yes. And yes. Uh, what shall, and, and what's your laser feeling number? Also four. Also mm-hmm. a four. More lasers yeah. than feeling from yeah. this crew. All right, uh, that's okay. Even androids can cry. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, your uh, cool space adventure name? Yes, uh, her name is Astra Roy. Astro Astra Roy like asteroid Astro Roy Astro Roy D like you're the fourth in your line Sure yeah let's do it Astro Roy D Um perfect excellent love it Uh what kind of android are you are you like data where you look more or, or are you like the androids from Alien, where they are indistinguishable from human until they start sprouting milk instead of blood? Or mm. are you like Data, where you look approximately like a humanoid? Or are you something else entirely? Uh, she has like the form of a humanoid, but you can definitely tell by the way she talks and the way she moves. Kind of think of like a bit like C-3PO. <laughs> like very like oh. robotic, but like at least looks like a bit like a human, but very, it's really easy to tell. So this is a little bit like Farscape, where half of you is brought to you by the Jim Henson Company. Yes. Ah. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, um, uh, you, uh, uh, Asteroid D, uh, your what's your goal? What's your character goal? What would you like to accomplish out here in space? Space. space. <laughs> well, they they joined the ship originally because you know. They love trying to help people, trying to cure people, but very from very like scientific, cold point of view. So, if, if they could actually cure what the something else is, or finding mm-hmm. the end to it, that'd be that'd cure be pretty the cool. Something else. Maybe give it a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll name it after you. Uh, we'll <laughs> cure those Roy D's. Uh, and yeah, uh, if anyone was looking for a Futurama game, like Lasers and Feelings, you could just slap a coat of paint onto this, and it's the same thing. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, okay, there, Gina, uh, Astroa. Uh, we uh, move to Maggie, uh, where you have now furiously had to rewrite your entire character trope. I don't want to play anymore. Maybe you're playing a character who wishes they were an android, and it's a little bit like instead of Data wanting to become human, it was a human who wants to be a robot. Um, what uh, what style would you like to pick? And just because you're picking a hotshot or an intrepid doesn't mean you cannot also be an artificial life form. Okay. As I explained, I played a game like this once <laughs> where someone picked a doctor, and there's no choice here for being a gelatinous cube, yet that's what they played as. Okay, so, so if I wanted to be an amorphous slime hotshot, 
Could that still work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you okay. still want to be, be a slime boy? Yeah, I'm going to be a slime boy. Slimy <laughs> hotshot. Uh, oh, yeah. Slimy hotshot. Uh, I'm going to be a pilot. Pilot. Oh, <laughs> how do you even move the controller? Everything just gets so... Slick. I kind of just wrap myself around it. And I just wiggle <laughs> my body. <laughs> Excellent. That's graphic. Um, That's all right. graphic. Um, what's your name? What's your cool... Sp- oh, and what's your laser feeling number? Uh, my name is Foster. 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 And uh, my number is going to be five. Oh. We're all going... <laughs> lasers. Dang <laughs> Hey, there's not no, no not, not a feeling to be found here. Uh, Foster, what's your goal yeah. out in space? My goal is to keep being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do the coolest thing every time. Doing barrel rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even feel barrel rolls since you're an amorphous slime ball? Like, no, should I? If you did barrel rolls really quickly and inertial dampers went off, you would just be like a Nickelodeon gack just splattering against the walls in every direction. I have no blood to to rush to anywhere, so... Yeah, you really are just a bag of mostly water. Does that do things to people? I don't know. I do barrel rolls all the time. They're fun. Uh, uh, Finally, Craig, we come to you. Um, What role, what did you choose? I was not uh, stolen. I, I did not lose anything that I wanted, Amazing. which was shocking to me. I am playing an intrepid envoy. An intrepid Ooh. envoy. Ooh. Now, what does envoy mean for you? Uh, it means like diplomat and adventurer. Ambassador. Something in between those two, I think. Yeah. yeah. Not not like a formal ambassador. Um, at least not the way that Cade Jammer plays it. Cade, Cade. Jammer. And Boy, it's like if Han Solo and Leia did actually merge and didn't turn into a shitty edgelord character. No, yeah. This... <laughs> Even an old lord, <laughs> their side is a shitty edgelord character. Right? Uh, uh, Craig, uh, what is Cade Jammer's laser feeling number? Well, Cade Jammer has got a one on feelings. Oh, so we're going to go with two, because two is the lowest it goes. Uh, two on feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of feelings, are, deep in the feelings. The heart of our party right here. Yeah. Uh, heart, the most powerful of the planetary rings. Um, your, strongest uh, of lasers. Truly. You've got your cool space name. and Oh, and everyone, by the way, comes included with a consortium uniform with built-in vac suit for spacewalks, a super sweet space phone camera communicator scanner thing with universal translator, and a variable beam phase pistol set to stun, usually. I'm not and wearing so, any of those. They're just all, like, inside me. Yeah, they're just floating oh, around in <laughs> yeah. your body. Yeah. And, uh, Cade, your goal out here in the stars. Well, Cade's goal is is really to uh meet new aliens but not in the sense that they're meat you know like i'm not hunting for new aliens um i probably am am helping um our our arachnid companion unintentionally quite a lot uh while i'm on the lookout for you know uh, just new life forms to say hello to and to find interesting accents from and and strange dishes and and if i just he's always so interested in um in in inviting them over for dinner after exactly yeah like like 
the, your whole mission statement. Hey, also, I, it's really, I, I didn't double check. Uh, Weaver, uh, Weaver's pronouns. You're an arachnid space security officer. Uh, they, them. They and them. Oh, um, well, I'm a they, them, too. <laughs> that's how, nuts. How, how about you, Asteroid D? <laughs> they, them, as well. They, them. Yeah, non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I guess I'll go with he, they. Yay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you over full by the, by the end of the That's the rest of the crew. So finally, now we've got our crew. We've got Weaver and Astra and uh, Fosta, our slimy hotshot, and Cade Jammer, our, our intrepid envoy. And of course, we had Captain Darcy until they recently came down with something else. And now they're in the med bay. Lastly, we create our ship. As a group, I want you to pick two strengths for our ship. Uh, as well as Trevor, you're our guest. You get to name our ship as well. Um, and oh, oh, it's not the Raptor. We don't. I mean, we can go with the Raptor, but why right. stick with the with the box name? Let's get, yeah. let's christen a new name on this ship. Uh, the Dartmouth. The Dartmouth. Okay. First thing popped in my head. <laughs> and, we call it. Uh, <laughs> it's a we Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Uh, so the Dartmouth is known as you have to choose between fast, nimble, well-armed, powerful shield, superior sensors, cloaking device, fighter craft. Mm. Um, pick two from that list. Um, and in fact, why don't we uh, uh, go with Maggie? You got uh, you had you had your choices cho stolen from you. So pick one strength yeah. for the Dartmouth. Uh. In all those shows, having powerful shields seems to be very, very useful. Uh -huh. Like all I'm, I'm always hearing about is Star Trek, just how their shields are constantly going down. Yeah, you you need to be able to be there and be like shields at seventy five percent. Like you need that for the for the dramatic actions. Yeah, so I think I'm sure Kate, Kate agrees that the importance of drama in any scene is 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 clutch in a diplomatic oh, negotiation. Wait, no. Absolutely essential, you know. I'm sorry, I forgot in character. I need the ship to be fast. Oh, you need it to be fast. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. You're, a fast. You're, a You're a pilot. It's the fastest ship in the <laughs> fleet. It might be the only ship in the fleet. It um, might keep you alive. Well, then, I don't know. I'm rock, paper, scissors in my head. Cade, what? give me another strength for the ship. You're the only person on the ship who has any feelings. Yeah, you know, and in line with that, um, a cloaking device or a fighter craft, something that's well armed with powerful shields, all sound absolutely fantastic. But I'm afraid I've got to go with um, superior sensors so that I can really, really, really read people. Uh, okay. You can read a life sign, uh, a, li a life sign reading from three parsecs away. Okay. Uh, oh. We've got, we're a fast ship with superior sensors, uh, and Weaver keeps using it for some, like, algorithm for, like, uh, 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 weird taste algorithm that, that they're working out. Uh, Our flight patch looks like a web every time. I'm not really certain what's going on. It's, it's a grid pattern. Oh. Yeah, it looks like a grid pattern. It looks like a web pattern. It's um, a web. Astra. <laughs> yes. This ship has one problem. It's either a fuel hog or it has horrible circuit breakers. It has a grim reputation. What's the one problem on the Dartmouth? Darkness. 
Maybe it wasn't a bad thing that uh, Captain Darcy got um, uh, something else, because, you know, he did some bad stuff in the past. A grim mm. reputation. Uh... Yes, the nickname for Dartmouth is the darkness. <laughs> All right, well, Trevor, mm. what's the grim reputation that Captain Darcy... What's the, when you all roll in, the Dartmouth has, like, word gets around before you come into a system. What, what, do, what do they think the Dartmouth represents? What happened? Oh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, my brain Maybe went right we to human trafficking. Just Orion slave pirates. Um, yeah, do, you, yeah. do, you, do you really call it human trafficking or do you, or, or do you call it I, fast I guess, food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why weaver took the job um yeah good reputation that okay wait what sorry sensors and fast right very fast that actually makes sensors. more sense for maybe we don't want darcy to recover muggling drug running spice kind of thing you're a millennium falcon kind of ship you've got yeah. a, you've got a, a a roguish reputation for smuggling black market goods yeah. and uh, you've, you've you've broken through blockades and uh yeah all right interesting so maybe someone is hiring you for that uh smugglers so a little yeah. less star trek a little bit more star wars uh with, uh with with our ship with the dartmouth um so as I explained, you will always rolling above or below that number that you came up with, whether you're rolling lasers or feelings, and you'll always have one die. If you roll for something that you're prepared for, you'll get an additional die. And if you roll for something that you're an expert in, you'll get another additional die. So you're, you're hoping to have three dice when you're rolling uh, your stats. Lastly, we need to know what our adventure is actually going to be all about, don't we? We need to start our television show with the captain's log and I'm going to roll these four dice to randomly generate from the table on this page what our adventure is awaiting for us out here in space nice. and of course I didn't mention this off the top so let me do that right now Dungeons and Do-Gooders, still a Dungeons and Dragons channel, despite what you might be seeing here with Lasers and Feelings tonight. If you'd like to learn more about them, you can check their Discord channel, exclamation mark Discord in the chat. And uh, they're, they've got games you can join in on if you're looking for another gaming group, or if you don't have one, you're looking for your own, or if you are always the Dungeon Master, you just want to break and be a player once in a while, go join the Discord channel. Say hi, learn more about the, the games they have uh, for offer that you can jump in and play along with. Also, uh, Terrible Warriors, you can, exclamation mark, Warriors in the chat, you can learn more about my podcast. Right now we're in uh, playing Cult Divinity Lost. We have three more episodes, four more episodes to get through uh, before we're going to play back actually these streams uh, for my summer break. I'm going to play them through uh, through uh, the rest of August and September before we launch into our 10th season. And right now I'm thinking we might play Free League's The One Ring RPG, which is the Lord of the Rings RPG. We might go give that one a go. So if you'd like to learn more about Terrible Warriors, go uh, do that in the doobly-doo as well. Uh, subscribe. Look at that. We got 100 subs by August, right? We can do that. So uh, subscribe to the channel if you like what they're doing. They've been wonderful hosts for me coming in every Tuesday. Uh, a, a terrific gang of people that you want to spend more time with. So uh, make sure you're also following the channel for sure and that you're back for Wavecore Summer tomorrow, right, Gina? Yeah. And <laughs> Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, either you are free. Whoa, like Invisible Duke just did. Thank you. Uh, subscribe yeah. to the channel with either your you know, your free Prime sub or your owner. If you're already subscribed and we've had it done in the past, gift it out and say thanks. And, and like, uh, there we go. 
another one. Uh, was that uh, Mara Macross? Uh, I th- uh, it's uh, someone was there gifted. It was gifted. It was five. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I was going to be banging in my ear for a while now. Excellent. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Thank you so much. Two more times. Uh, it just uh, zoomed all the way up to 22 subscriptions. So, hey, thanks. That was awesome. Thank you, uh, Trevor. This is like the gift subscription show uh, every week. It seems <laughs> to happen. So that's terrific. I appreciate you. Uh, who was the one who gave out the gift? Because I didn't see that. Um, Weaver. Trevor. Don't yeah. know. Don't know. It's Trevor. Weaver, yeah. Weaver. It's purchasing Weaver's. <laughs> thinking you can gussy up to the dm all right you can <laughs> it works um so Flattery i rolled thank you for the, thank you for subscribing <laughs> two three one and two so the hive armada oh weaver this might be yours they want to bond with void crystals which will i'm gonna roll that again because it's not as interesting destroy a solar system um let's go with rip a hole in reality so the hive armada wants to bond with the void crystals which will destroy a solar system and not just any solar system it's a solar system that's dear i mean i don't know if it's like Foster and Astra and Weaver. I don't feel like you're the, the least sentimental members of the crew. Kate, no. <laughs> you found out the solar system. What, you're rushing. Like when we, when we begin, like the music is dun 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 dun. The ship is at full speed. You're heading into into the system. Um, you've, you've you've heard of the Hive Armada. You've heard of the Void Crystals and what they can do. And once they complete bonding with them, the whole solar system will collapse into a singularity, destroying everything and everyone in it. What what system is at risk tonight? Anyone can jump in. The first. Mm. 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 Kate's home world. Of course, it has <laughs> to be Kate. Oh uh, yes. Yes, it does. I accept. Or or not just your home world. Maybe it's like um, it's 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 where you uh, you you swore you would never come back again because of that one time that 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 that, uh, that oh. rendezvous with the diplomat. Oh. It could never work out, and you never you said you would never see each other again. You'd stay away, but now you have to come back and you have to save them. Oh, you don't understand. I'm not breaching the. Uh, the, the 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 agreement that I would never see you. I'm I'm trying to save your entire solar system, uh, your home world, Kate Jammer. Tell me about it. Tell me well, about our. My home world is a is a lovely place. It's full of um, uh, all sorts of large birds. Mm, um, birds that... are tasty. Yes. Yeah, you know they're they're mm. they're very they're, they're very lovely creatures. Um, you know I, I I don't know that we uh we eat them. I think we keep them as pets. Um, in fact, you know, I, I would keep one on the ship, but the, the, their bones are not very good in space. Um, you know, it's uh, it's, a, it's a real problem. Um, and uh, it's not just the birds. It's, uh, it's also that the planet is incredibly warm and sunny and rapturous. And most of the time, people don't want to leave, right? I'm, I'm an aberration. People call me weird for wanting to leave. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Lots of lots of suntans and uh, you know barbecues and yeah. And maybe I'm thinking here with our doctor. You're looking to find a cure for the something else. Um, 
the signals emanating from the void crystals as the hive mind closes in. They're sending out something into the void that may pose a clue to your research as well. So scanning with the superior sensors on the dart myth, you might be able to learn something about the void crystals and about their harmonic resonance with the void itself that might be able to help you cure something else. Okay. So, okay. Uh, you're you're in there, and Foster. I mean, no one has ever flown yeah. through void waves before. Oh, I'm gonna do a loopy loop. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so from this point on, I'm a passenger on your ship. I'm tied to your comet, and we're flying in, uh, whether I want to or not. Um, I have to find out though with Captain Darcy down in the med pod, who's calling the shots on the Dartmouth. Weaver was told to look to Cade if Captain Darcy went down. Oh, yeah, maybe um, this is how we can sort it out. There's a, a, a high priority communication coming in from Consortium Command. The little red light on the comm panel is beeping. Whoever presses that button first will be the one on the camera when the Consortium comes up on the view screen. And then that's kind of like imprinting with the bird. They're just going to bond with you and assume you're the captain yeah. going forward. That's how that works. Exactly. We're, we're like like baby birds. So red light is blinking. Um, who's going for the red light first? And if more than one of you are, we're going to have to roll for it. Ah, uh, too much work. Kate's hand is hovering over it, but they're not pushing it. It's just hovering over the button. Like, sh- should I? <laughs> you're you're sh- the meme. You're the meme guy with the red glove yeah. and the... Ooh! <laughs> Weaver reaches out one claw and pushes Cade's hand down. I wasn't going to do that. Oh, no. Weaver has voted. Uh, Okay. Up on the the camera, a very stern face. The reason that you were so hesitant to press the button, the admiral of the consortium, your mother, appears on screen. Your mother. Hi, Mom. Cade. Yeah, yeah. Where's the captain, Cade? What have you done now? Um, uh, this is Captain Cade Jammer reporting um, from from the interstellar uh, scout ship Dartmouth, uh, from from good old good old Darty, uh, you know the darkness. Um, we we are uh, out in out in the void, and well, um, you know, I, I hate to say it, Mum, uh, Admiral Mum, um, if you please, but. Um, uh, you know the, the captain is indisposed, um, and I think asteroid, uh, aster- asteroid is um, uh, taken taken care of of the captain. But uh, uh, right now, the captain's me. She exasperatedly explains, if she had any other choice, she'd be calling any other ship. But as is typical, you're the closest one in the quadrant. You're the only very one fast. in range. Yeah, we're, we're very fast. And our sensors scanners. have long range. Yeah. They've detected the Hive Armada. They're moving towards your home system. There are signals emanating from that system with the presence of void crystals. And we fear the worst that they're trying to bond with them. So you, you're the only ship. You're the only one in range. And in lieu of Captain Darcy's state... Something else can be a real nasty thing to come down with. <sighs> Against her better judgment, she's giving you a field commission of captain. And the Dartmouth oh. is yours. 
that's that's a lot, Mum. Thank you. I, I, Chris, Christmas coming early this year, I guess. No, if Christmas was coming early, that would mean the Void Crystals have begun to bend space-time, and we don't want that happening right now. We oh. want to keep causality in check. Not right. like last time, Cade. Not like right. last time. It's like tears I'm... kind of well up in one eye. <laughs> and a little twitch. You know, it's... Last last Christmas, you know, I I can't I can't help it. I, I just... I'm sorry. It was with all the ooze and the birds... If um, you would like something out of Admiral Mother, um, and you'd like to use your feelings for this, because this is getting quite emotional, remember, you can use your passion and your intimate relationship with your estranged Admiral Mom. Um, if there's any supplies, information, or help that you'd like to do, that's a good chance to do a die roll. Uh, yeah. And also an opportunity for things to go terribly wrong. Of, of course, of course. Um, so, using feelings, I want to roll over my number, right? If you're doing, yeah, if you're rolling feelings, you are rolling over that number. And so you get up two, so that's pretty good. And you start with one die. Okay. You're technically a, uh, what is it, an intrepid envoy, right? Yeah. So, I'll let this envoy definitely plays into your expertise, but I don't feel like you're prepared for this because Weaver made, he voluntold you or yeah. they voluntold you into this yeah. role. So uh, True. I'm going to give you two dice for this unless someone else on the ship wants to help Cade out of a jam. Could I just be in the back, be <laughs> back being like, well, I don't want to Just thumbs up behind. Seems... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Just um, be like, I think this might need some help. Good Astro, job. roll me a feelings roll. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> higher than Where's a four. Succeed in helping. You have to roll higher. You're rolling over a four. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, roll six. Hey. <laughs> I mean, if the android is supporting Cade's role, I mean, androids are known to be logical and rational creatures, so... It must not be that bad of a job. So the, it it does calm the Admiral down. Cade, you'll get an extra die on your next roll when you roll right. against your mother. Um, okay. Well then, uh, I, I'm going to beg Admiral Mum for some help with this problem. Um, you know, I, I have a strong feeling that we're going to need some exterior support of some kind. You know, uh, probably some, some extra knowledge about how to find the Void Crystals. And I've rolled three successes. Oh my gosh! Okay. Nice. Uh, also, I'm really happy I just got to ex uh, expose someone to the term "voluntold." So you're welcome, <laughs> Crashes term. to Ashes. May your life never be the same again. Um, yeah, three successes. So not only do you get a critical success, but I'm gonna give you something extra for the effort. Um, wow. Uh, Does my mom? Is she proud of me? Good she always job. knew this day oh, would yeah. come that one day you would you would finish the work that your father never got to finish and the void crystals harmonize with the void of space itself the, the empty blackness of the great infinite beyond the galaxy so this is a really bad deal if a hive mind were to bond with the void itself then all of darkness beyond the galaxy's edge would resonate with the thought of one colossal hungry creature 
that might eat the galaxy. We don't want the void to eat the galaxy. It's fine if they eat a couple planets every now and then. Like we tolerate Weaver, and that. we're not we're not blind to it. But like the whole galaxy, I mean, we, we got to live somewhere. So they offer you um, the logs. They download the logs of your father's last mission, who went missing searching for the answer to the void crystals and it's believed that they might have gotten too close to the void and the void looked back and took them and so your father's been missing for years and your mother admiral mom transmits the final journal log entries of um of of captain jammer captain uh not cade but uh Let's go, Kyle Jammer. Your father, your your strange, your father you never knew died before you were, you know, old enough to remember. But you know, he was a heroic captain who disappeared chasing the void. And uh, uh, anyway, you got those logs. Those logs you can use in your investigation in this adventure uh, if you need to go into the historical records, and maybe you'll find hidden secrets and retconned information in there to help us stop the void. Maybe. Your old dad. You do this for him. You do this for him. And then and then you, the Admiral, like, stands up a little bit. Son, she says for the first time you've ever heard. And then end transmission before the tear falls from her eye. She's, she's never called you son before? She, she's just always called me Cade. You know, I just thought that was how people talk to their kids. That, that are you. No. You, boy. Yeah, Get boy. Over Analyzing Cade. for mommy issues. Sounds like a terrible mother, mate. The Arachnids are not known Astro, for their feelings, of... but that is cold. <laughs> and yeah. Weaver would know because they they don't generate body heat. No. Uh, Astro, and Astro, you just reminded me a little bit there of Baymax. Like, yeah, so... scanning for feelings, scan complete. You yeah. are suffering yeah. from family estrangement. Any of the rest of the crew generate body heat, unless Foster does <laughs> in the wiggling. Foster, uh, are you, are you a warm ball of slime or are you a cold ball of slime? I think so I'm, I think those are a good thing. I think it's a, I'm like lukewarm. So if you just sit in one space, like we can feel yeah. the heat on the seat, sometimes, like the slime behind. Like, like sometimes if I, if I shimmy a little, I get a little warm tingle in places. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're like, you got like a little static ball, like a kinetic is energy. The, if you just yeah. jiggle, if you, jiggle that, you start to glow a little. Is that yeah, you going off? What? Is that the phaser inside of you going off when you jiggle? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's just pulling the trigger inside. You gotta be careful. Good thing it's set to stun. But it's just kind of it's like a right. little... Right. I thought that was a heart murmur. <laughs> Did not forget to set it to stun. <laughs> it's just right. Okay. Um, where do we go from here? Uh, Foster, Astra, Weaver, Kate is in charge. You've got the logs of Captain Jammer from before. The Void Crystals will bond with the Hive Armada. What's Where the plan? Going, Is the Hive Armada already there? Maybe we should do this in like the briefing room. Do like that whole TNG thing where we like cut to the debate room. Let's go to the briefing room. It's It's got all these really nice chairs and I don't normally get to sit in them. Um, oh, I love sitting in chairs. Yeah, you normally don't sit in chairs because most of the members of your crew don't sit in chairs. Now, Foster will sit in a chair sometimes. <laughs> Do you just follow the, the shape the chair. of the angle? Develop the chair. <laughs> you got all these egg-shaped chairs, like yeah. in Doctor Evil's we're, fortress. We're not, a, we're not an ableist ship. We've probably got like a, a six-legged chair. And <laughs> that and is like actually a... crew member Jenkins, and you would be well to remember that. 
Weaver just Airman scuttles the up the wall into a hole in the ceiling and into the room. <laughs> yeah, you, you travel. Oh, we have like you travel exclusively by air duct. Yeah, like, uh, you could like make little cat tunnels in your homes and stuff. We have that for yeah. we have that for Weaver. Yeah, Weaver just gets through. That's it's just, it's a security measure. You see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, so. no one ever expects yeah. you to pop out of the hole in the ceiling. <laughs> can, can you yeah, Kate Kate fall asleep at here. night and you hear the clattering of spider legs through the air vents above your bedroom? You know oh. you're being well looked after. Going to soothing. I'm, I'm imagining Kate has a serious problem here because Foster can just squeeze under the door. Weaver goes over the door. Asteroid D can probably like I don't know teleport into the room or like uh, maybe, link link yeah. their consciousness with the room or, or, or they, something. Or they have multiple avatar bots throughout the ship, so they just plug in and plug out into. I'm just at the door. I have my wall console, and I'm just like. <laughs> oh yeah, are you are you more like Mike the TV or or like no the uh, Cecil the from TV. Reboot the the the, the 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 TV on tracks it just I, moves around. Oh, Doc, I would love Doc's that. <laughs> I know my Reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Cecil from here. Reboot from Dot's Diner, and you're just I uh, would on, love that. You're on this arm thing, and you're just right. on tracks. Oh, yeah. little, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The little binomes. Yes. The one and the zero. <laughs> well, that's Foster. You're the you're like a binome that merged into yeah. a bigger binome. Yeah, and you always can tell where Foster's been because Foster leaves a trial. Mm, um. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of love all three. All four of you have four very different ways of entering into the same room. <laughs> so, all right. So, Astra, you roll in on your monorail track. Foster squishes under the doors. Weaver, you climb in through the ceiling and lower yourself down into your chair. And finally, hammock. Cade just opens it. Cade, you push the button, the door opens. It's the first time the door's open in weeks. You walk in. <laughs> wow. Um, doors are so fucking weird. Uh, you know what? I, I haven't stepped through a door in a really long time. Um, you know, Bob most Trevor. of them just... I, I, you know, it's, it's a very good question. Um, you'll have to tell me about your people's customs about doors and We just don't barriers. make them. You know, why, why do you need them? We can just go under. Like, do, we do, just don't have have just, do you just have gaps? Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, just why would you even have a, tubes. Yeah, why would you even have like that in the way? It's just, it's just annoying. It's true. That's true. Everything on Foster's planet probably just sounds like a, a Yoggenfro's tube. It's like yep. yogurt just slipping through pipes. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> like a lot of work. Put that in your... That in your oh, head. God. Also, I would like to propose that the chairman of the board, our six-legged chair, is our chief of engineer and, uh, and is constantly um, manning the chair, as it were, <laughs> down, in, down in engineering. So... Hi, Chairman of the board. How are you today? And it's just, I don't know if Chairman speaks so much as um, uh, emotes through the way they articulate, whether they're in a reclined position or if they're upright, if the lumbar support is really like severe or, or, or what it is. It's uh, You can it's just kind of tell by the, 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 the composition of, of the six-legged chair today on, on what their mood is. But you know what? When it comes to uh, uh, an antimatter crisis, like they're the one you want down in engineering. They're like, uh, they're ahead. They're ahead of the game. All, All right. right. I don't mean to distract everyone. We got a briefing. Yeah. To get to. Yeah. That, that's that's okay, Chief Engineer. Your you, your opinions are always very valid, uh, and whether you're feeling particularly supported or not is important to us. Um, but but right now we've got an important task ahead of us. Uh, we have got to stop the Hive Armada from. Um, well, uh, you know, bringing about the end of, of everything 
that I know and love. Um, I'm sure that some of you probably don't care because it's my home world. But, you know, I, I'm kind of partial to it. So, you know, I, I'd appreciate your help. We should save the delicious birds, yes. What's the name yes. of your homeworld yeah. again, Cade? Well, it was never actually stated. Um, oh, that's why I didn't that's, remember it. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, but the name of my homeworld is uh, Firmis. Furnace. Furnace or Firmis? Firmis. Firmis. Like terra firma, but, but with an I-S on the end. Firmis. Yeah. F I R M I S, not mice. Like not squish. F-E-S. Firm. I feel like every, like, we got chairman is trying here. And they're like drawing something <laughs> on the board. You're like, no, no, no. M I, not C S. No, no, not an N. It's an M. No, there's no. No, no, no mice. Chair, no, the birds chairman the throws the chalk to the ground. Storms out of the rooms. I'll be in with with a very clear. I'll be in engineering, and then just wheels her way out on the caster wheels. I like it. Down, down the ramp, and they just take like the slide all the way down to engineering. We okay. So the planet of furnace, uh, furnace, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, call it whatever you want. It's fine. It's all right. Furnace, just rolls off the tongue, just melts right there on the palate, doesn't it, Weaver? Mm, it does. Yes. Is Christmas? I thought was just an Earth holiday. You celebrate it on Firmis as well. well. Firmis Fer- Fer- celebrates everyone's holidays, actually. That Every must day. be complicated. It's, it's an exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like we, we celebrate uh, the Terran holiday of Christmas. Sure, ah. yes. But, but then we also celebrate the uh, Usrandian holiday of, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, yes, it was uh, Evergrenosis, uh, where where um, there's, there's just lots of granola everywhere. Um, it's it's a granola-based holiday, um, and it happens at the same time as Christmas, and, and mixing the two up can get quite convoluted and confusing. Uh, Saint Nick brings big sacks of granola everywhere he goes, and, um, you know, so it's, it's... it's Saint Nick on their world, too? This, this, this holiday sounds nuts. <laughs> well, it's two separate holidays, you see. It's just, you know, that's, the pro- that's the problem with Thomas. It's, it's that... <laughs> We, we have all of these holidays going on all the time. Uh, you just kind of learn to live with it. Um, you know, not everything shuts down for holidays. Weaver, so, you know. what is the ho- what the species of the arachnus, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, we had uh, your, your uh, yeah, you know, arachnus. Correct. Uh, the, um, what is a holiday that Firmus should incorporate? If they celebrate every holiday, then they have to celebrate the most venerated holiday of the arachnus. Ah, you almost said it correctly. It is the most venomated holiday. Venomated, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is the day of the great web. You see, once a year, we all spin one great web together. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Yes. Now, are the Arachnus in any way related to the Hive Armada? Or is this just another Hive, a competing Hive collective? Oh, I sound like it's like bees. Oh, we are a individual people. The Hive is someone who we frequently fight, as you would put it, although we tend to capture as many of them as possible, for it is juicier when you eat one and they all suffer. <laughs> Gut dirt, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, got a, we got a fun holiday that's kind of like that. It's very wholesome for us. The Hive Armada, Weaver, what do you... what? Um, as our security officer, maybe you can do the presentation 
in the mm. briefing room, uh, either on the hologram or on the uh, on the screen there, of what do we need to be aware of as we're both racing towards this system. The Hive Armada is there. The, the, the void crystals, something is emanating, and what what should we know about what world building would you like to offer up? In the Arachnus experience dealing with the Hive Armada, it is best to get the upper hand on them and act first. So if we were to plant a trap, we want it all to spring at once. Because as soon as one thing goes off, they all know. So, good thing that the darkness or the Dartmouth <laughs> is the fast. Darkness. You're, you're working on the rebranding once you become captain you've eaten the crew. Like, like you're one, one, one yes. web at a time here, Weaver. <laughs> but Tangled one... webs you weave. We, we could be the, the Dark Dartmouth. If, if you prefer, I mean, I, I'm, like I'm, I'm game. Yes, but uh, the best thing we could do is get there before them. If we can figure out exactly where they are going. Oh, you well, may need someone fast. Then we we're, can we're really fast. I mean, you're the, you're the fastest. The I, I think the, the only problem is we, we've we've got to get through the windy, twisty space curve. I mean, I know that's not the proper name for it, but you know that's just what I like to call it. It sounds more fun. Yeah, Do yeah. The, the, the curvature of time space that bends in the presence of activated void crystals. All do a Yui. Yeah, yeah. Potentially <laughs> through time, which can be you know it can be quite disorienting when you arrive before you leave, but. We'll figure that part out when we get there. Um, mm -hmm. Foster, uh, do you have what you need to pilot the Dark Dartmouth uh, yeah, through one the sec. void waves? One sec, I just gotta get one thing ready. Uh, and I spawn forth from my body a uh, large beer can. I open it. <laughs> I put it back in myself. <laughs> and it just globs out. <laughs> yeah. Foaming oh, inside. Yeah. Do you, do you need me to like pick you up and shake you at all? Like help you? Oh no. Can you... Oh, I mean you could. It just might get messy. Uh, um, I, I, if you want, I could. I, could, oh, mate, I, could... I mean, I mean, if, if you're down the clown. Uh, I, I might. I'm not sure what I'm offering here. Um. Oh, well, can you go where? Just try and pick me up and shake me a little bit. Oh, okay. Ready. All right. It might be uh, hard because will... I'm a slime. I will. I will pick up. Attempt to pick up the whole chair that Foster is in. Yeah, the and, egg chair. It's like a big egg chair. It's almost yeah. like a cradle now when you pick it up and you put it onto the side. It's just kind of sloshing around inside like a big soup bowl. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> uh, is that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> and like you just oh. see like Foster get like fizzier and fizzier and like um. just see like Parts Did you want me to leave? It's a little bit like a like a science experiment where like with the bubbles activating inside of your gelatinous yeah. foamy like you're foaming now and you're just yeah. kind of like spilling over the sides of the chair. Yeah. Um Yeah, do you this looks like a private is this is the meeting <laughs> over? I'm, I'm ready to go whatever you are. We'll put the chair back down and step away, uncertain if I should feel ashamed or not. Always lock a little bit of chair play before piloting. Okay, so so sparks fly between the pilot and the captain. Astro Roy, yes. Um, your scans indicate that the something else that has afflicted Captain Darcy and sent them to the med pod 
their signal is eerily similar to the signals emanating from the void crystal. Hmm. Uh, what is your mission? What would you like to have? Like, it's important that we stop the Hive Armada, but also while we're in the neighborhood, what do we need to do? What does the rest of the crew need to be aware of as our doctor? I would like to take a sample of the Void Crystal, if possible. That way, we could try to cure something else. And specifically, we're talking about something else, not just something else. Something else. <laughs> yes. Oh, I heard the exclamation. Capitalized letters. That so time. cryptic. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah, to be very. You have to. You have to like italicize those yeah. words when you speak them out. Yeah. Um. So it's the fastest ship, Cade. You've got the crew. You've got the. Uh, you got the security. Do um, we have the, doctor, the location? I think it's just the center of that big ball of gravitational energy at the center of the Fermis system. Right. I feel like Asteroid D can might be able to like probably with the sensors scan it and be like it is over here. This oh, that is... sounds like you'd be rolling lasers ah. if you wanted to use the ship scanners yeah. to scan the void crystals. May I do that? Absolutely. <clears throat> You're an android. You can probably just plug yourself directly into the ship sensors and just <laughs> yeah. control the ship like as a single AI. Yes. Yes. I do like the idea that between Foster, Astra, and Weaver, the three of you each have the capacity to consume the ship. <laughs> so whichever way it ends, Cade, you're you're like all uh, good non-binaries can. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, it's, uh, as long as there's as long as you share, you know, there's enough of me for everyone to go around. It's... Is there? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> You've been running for a long time. You got a little stringy there, Cade. Uh, yeah. Astra, go ahead and roll lasers. You're rolling under your number this time. Yes. For, uh, uh, how many dice? So you are, you're the expert. You're definitely, you've got, you're, you're playing to your okay. role. Okay. I think you're prepared for this because you've been studying the captain's signals for a while. So three dice. Okay. Mm. Uh, two, two. I got two passed. So we're good. Oh, you wait, wait. Laser feelings. Laser feelings. Laser feelings. Laser feelings. Ooh. You rolled two fours. Yeah. So... Uh, not only did you get two successes and you do it well, good job. You also get to ask me. Okay. Gina gets to ask Justin. Okay. Not just this isn't in care. Like a, a, a question about this world and I will answer it truthfully. So you get to, what questions about the void crystals perhaps would you look to specifically or you'd even ask um, more specific questions about how you might get a piece of them or uh, maybe you want to learn it was Cade Jammer really the son of famed Captain Kyle Jammer like you can ask any question you want is what Foster just did the first in a multi-stage mating process or were they just getting drunk before they did barrel rolls through void clouds you can ask yes. questions like this the answer is yes <laughs> yes to which one yes, yes. to everything um, <laughs> I want to know about the hive mind like is there one you know like hives they have like a queen bee or like something mm -hmm. like that do they have one oh, yeah, the RPs. <laughs> do they have like a queen bee that if you destroy or like kill them that everything kind of this just... is always why the hive travels as an armada is they're actually like a bee colony mm -hmm. they protect the queen in the very very center they move like a giant it's not like a board ship but it is like a sphere of hive bodies 
the outer shell dying off in the cold of space, falling into the inner shells as they replicate themselves from the queen at the center that's constantly rebreeding this giant ball like a fleshy catamari through space as a single mind. And then they crash into planets, spill across the whole planet, consume the planet whole, and then once they've eaten it, they're now back in space again and they continue tumbling like a tumbleweed of death through space in the very center of that space tumbleweed is the queen okay presumably that's the going theory at least no one has ever survived to the center of the hive cool uh second one oh my gosh i i have to just because it's funny i want to know is that is that foster's mating process like i just want to know <laughs> foster uh, let's cut to a private log uh, that you're putting into your into your uh, into your data pad back in your quarters, and we'll learn the answer. I'm to this somehow question. writing on my data pad. <laughs> it's it's a touchpad. Yeah, it just I just yeah. It's 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 psychically connected to you. You can no. read up on your micro glob movements. Dear diary. Oh, I caged him. It's so hot, you know. Oh man, I just want him one day to shake me up so that I will get excited and uh, split in part and become two separate individuals. Oh no, that's how you—that's how you reproduce. Is it's more like like a single-celled organism splitting into two organisms? Yeah, like my home planet. Mitosis. My own planet's not actually a planet, it's just a giant ball of slime in space. And I came from that. Just like the hive armada. And you can That's... return to slime. And so so uh, so the the ocean becomes a drop and then the drop becomes an ocean? Like is that the whole sure. deal here? <laughs> sure. Why not? It just fell away from the giant single cell. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like got... the it's like Odo, just like Odo, people, isn't it? just like Odo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Odo, one day your true love would shake you in two, <laughs> oh and did... that's when you would be able to rejoin. Mom wanted me to see the world, so she spit me out, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a spittoon into space. Yep. <laughs> then he splat against the windshield yeah. of Dartmouth, and yep. that was like four months ago. And even that's the pilot how you met me. And the first yeah. thing I saw was Cade's. Kate's beautiful blue eyes. I think they're blue. Are they blue? Do you have optical sensors? Can you tell? Uh, they smell blue. What, they smell what, blue. What, 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 what does that mean? Can you can you see? What is seeing? Oh god! <laughs> How do you know what blue is? I read about it in a book. <laughs> blue is like a harmonic frequency, right? Like you could feel. Oh blue. yeah, I'm what they call it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm off some photosynthesis. Um, it's uh, what am I thinking oh. of? Osmosis? No, it's when you can like taste colors. Oh, synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah, that. Psychosis. You're 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 a synesthesiac blob that can. Feel colors. Does that mean that while I was sleeping, that that Foster just like, gets their eye? I immediately felt a connection between me and Cade. I, I am assuming they're very handsome. If you ever touch know. their eye, you'll be able to confirm whether they're blue or not. <laughs> Cade, come here. 
I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm busy piloting. Um, well, not I'm piloting. I'm the pilot. What the fuck are you doing in my chair? Get out of the Get out of I know, but but like you 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 were busy with your journal, and I didn't want to interrupt you, so I figured I would just pilot. Um, well, I thought we were. I thought we had some time. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. Do, do we have time? I guess we could have time. I mean, it we does. Are scanning for uh, the location of the void. Yeah, go uh, roll uh, lasers, uh, Weaver. Oh, I thought that that was a. Uh, also, that was Astra, happening. we, uh, you, you, you scanned the void crystals. You got a lot of success. You've learned about the signal, and you've learned the location of of where the crystals are, and they seem to be oh, yeah. emanating from the moon of Furnace, Firmus. And it's uh, the, the the signals are getting stronger. They're reaching out into the void, looking for a response. It almost sounds like a. Like the first half of like a ping that a that 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 a like a machine might send out for uh, like a handshake. They're sending okay. out a, a, a call, waiting for a response. Okay. Uh, I'll turn to Kane and be like, "The void crystal is on your planet's moon." Oh, that makes sense. Furnace is a really nasty place. It's like the opposite. They don't. They've got no birds. No birds on the moon. Um. That's all real. It, it, um, there's lots of birds on on Firmus. Nah, there are robots. I, I mean, I I guess maybe they could be robots. Um. Oh no. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's a possibility. Anyways, uh, it makes sense that it's on Furnace. Uh, I guess Foster. Um. Uh, set a course. Uh, for for set a course for Firmus. Furnace. Yeah, Firmus is Furnace. <laughs> The ship oh, coming into orbit around <laughs> Firmus, coming up to the moon. The moon. I do um, a barrel roll whenever you are doing a barrel. <laughs> yeah. You're just the I ship is just barrel rolling its way through space. Yeah. Everyone's just like like the gravitron. You're just stuck to the walls the whole way. You're just. <laughs> I was already stuck to the wall. I was really doing. Do, <laughs> do I have to be like like yeah, bolted down? <laughs> really, it's just Kate who's being flung around. Everyone else is fine. Again. <laughs> again, again. Uh, so we, we arrive in orbit of Firmus uh, and to its moon. Um, the moon is different somehow. It's larger. It's swelling as, as if it's being blown up like a balloon. The moon was never this big the last time you saw it, Cade. And, uh, and sure enough, the scanning reads are off the charts. The gravimetric... Uh, fluctuations as you're moving through. Foster's barrel rolling, though, might be able to get us safely into lunar orbit. Foster, I'm going to need you to roll uh, at least two dice. All right. Lasers. Of course, rolling lasers. So you're you're only having to roll under uh, five. All right. Where's my Where's the board? Here it is. All right. Two d six. Oh no. Oh yes! Oh, that's good. Yeah, we're it's three and two. Uh, you uh, oh, it's so gotta be under. You're right. right. Yeah, you go under. So you're okay. Uh, so you 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 you're barrel rolling incomprehensibly around the gravimetric distortions that are happening. You're just rolling up and over, and you do a loop de loop, yeah. and you arrive well, at the top rolling. of the loop de loop just as the ship is leaving the loop de loop, and you actually see your after image going as like causality is like time and effect is, is is playing a little wobbly right now. Oh. But you arrive, just as you finish the loop-de-loop, -loop, you're already arriving in orbit around the moon of Firmus. 
and you actually get to look in your rearview mirror and see you do that sick barrel roll two oh. minutes ago happening for the first time as oh, you're so cool. I want to do that one more time. Well, you don't have to because it seems you part of your ship is stuck in a different episode in a time loop forever. But don't worry about them. They'll be trapped there for eternity. We're oh, right. making our this consciousness <laughs> arrived in orbit of Firmus. We'll worry about the time loop people later. But you um, uh, arrive into orbit of Firmus uh, as the the um, the moon is swelling and growing and the ground is reaching up as you're moving in. The gravity is pulling in. Can the dark Dartmouth land or do you need to send out like a shuttle or another form of transportation if you're sending out a landing party? Or is this uh, like the Falcon where you can actually just land it on a rock or, or like Voyager? Or, or are we dealing more with an Enterprise deal where you need to send out a shuttlecraft or teleport? Hmm. Weaver, you're our security officer. And the ship land? I feel like it lands. All right, stand back. <laughs> would anyone like to assist Foster with this landing? Um, because if they get even one failure, I'm going to crash you into the moon. Um, before <laughs> we were to try to land, can we perhaps set some sort of trap for the Hive Armada? Oh, yes. What sort of trap would you like to leave? Well, you think about I... it. You've, you've, got, you, you've got the accoutrement of weapons on board. Yes. Now, we did not say that we have a lot of weapons. We are a fast ship with superior sensors. This is true. So what uh, what sort of trap would you like to leave for the Armada? I would like to create a web around Furnace, the moon web. of Furnace. With you. Weaver. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, branding. <laughs> branding, branding, branding. We have a uh, trademark. I would like to reprogram some probes from on board to create an electromagnetic field that will capture parts of the Armada and separate them so that we can expose the Queen. I love that. I'm definitely going to let you roll three. Well, you're an alien soldier, so I don't know how the expertise, like you might mm -hmm. need some science help with That's the fair. probe part and the engineering part. Is anyone on board savvy with technology, perhaps? I feel like I would the technology. Yes. <laughs> Me. Astroroy just wheels in on the monorail on the ceiling. I it looks like you're technology. <laughs> you're like a clippy from a word... Uh, from, from, from <laughs> it looks like you're trying to reprogram probes. Can I help you with that? Bye-bye, <laughs> buddy. I am trying to reprogram them to capture the Hive Armada in a trap. Uh, a web, as it were. Excuse me, I know. But if we can create an elect electromagnetic field that... Pulls them apart. Yes, I brought up a, a, a arachnus file yeah. on, on the uh, Hive Armada and what their... Uh, it's weird how all the arachnus files look like a page from a cookbook, but <laughs> they have ingredients next to it, preparation time, how much yeah. you should set the oven to, and, and you also gotta then read from the outside around into and the for the story of like Gosh. I was out finding myself when I ended up at a cafe, and it's yeah. like no, get to the actual <laughs> bit that I need. I don't need the story attached to the meal. I mean the information from the probes. Yes, we like to weave stories as well. So. This is Weaver's plan. So, Astra, your die roll, if it succeeds, will add an extra die to Weaver's roll. Okay. Um, but why don't you roll two dice 
for uh uh for lasers. Okay. Okay. Or do you need to convince the probe AI to agree to this? Oh, that's fine. I'll let you do that. Uh, if you're using lasers, you're rolling under, right? Yeah. So that that's excellent. That was a, that's, well, that's, that was Trevor. That's Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, yet, not yet. I didn't okay. mean to. Um, I I rolled my number again. You rolled your number again. I was actually going to joke about what if these probes are alive and you need to like negotiate for them to volunteer for this like one way mission, and then we'd have to do feelings. But that's okay. Uh, you roll a four, laser feelings. Uh, you, as you're reprogramming the probes, you get to ask them a question about life, the universe, and everything, and I will answer you honestly. Okay. What question would you like? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Sorry, I we'll, we'll ignore that roll again. I'm, yeah, you just I'm keep clicking away. That's fine. Poorly. Spiders <laughs> at work. Uh, we'll I would. You get to, as a robot. You like the android is getting to ask all the universal questions tonight, which is interesting. I would like to know everything. I would. Um, should probably want to know now. Um, is there a particular weakness that the armada, the hive armada, has? The Hive Armada cannot stand a particular genre of Earth-based music. It repels them. It actually destabilizes their Hive cohesion. Well, um, the, I program the probes then with that music? If you can tell me exactly what song that is <laughs> that you're going to broadcast through the... And maybe the webbing is actually used as like a, like a, a speaker system that's amplifying the sounds out and creating a sonic earworm that will you know if they're thinking about the song they're not thinking about the hive mind and it actually creates individual thoughts within the sphere uh, oh, okay can it be their own tune an old terran song from i think the 2000s <laughs> oh no i mean yes it can it's gonna it's gonna the the most annoying song I know is freaking Baby by Justin Bieber. So oh. <laughs> oh, I thought for a second when you said baby you were going to follow up with shark. No <laughs> That would have been fun, but nah. I think you'd repel Cade with that too. I think it's actually the strange Justin Bieber baby baby shark mashup that was a hit in 2239, which led to the Second Civil War and the collapse of society. Yes. And to the creation of Earth 2. So if it destroyed one planet, why can't it destroy another? So you set up Bieber's baby shark. The song that not ended just his career. But society as we knew it before we had to rebuild from the ashes. It was his Um, opus. (laughs) uh, Yes, yes, absolutely. It's sent out there. And uh, that means Weaver, with the probes now uh, uh, connected to the most potent form of psychic weaponry known (laughs) to exist in the universe, uh, you get an additional die roll. So I'll let you roll... Three dice. Three. Okay, there we towards go. Towards your Three. probe trap, and that you have to weave these. Ooh. These you got uh, two. Two and one of them is my number. Three. Okay, that's two. Two is a success. You don't get anything special after it, but as you're putting the the, the webbing together, and you're I mean, this is spending like a little time there, getting all the webs out and knitting them, 
creating this perfect tapestry before you send it out the airlock out the back of the shuttle bay and out into space to set your trap you get to ask the universe a fundamental question mm. how much fluid is inside of the hive armada's queen i'm hungry i will tell you it's a bottomless mug policy Nice. Uh, the queen has to like like a like a like a beehive. The queen has to lay hundreds of thousands of eggs every day to constantly rejuvenate the hive sphere. And so, mm. if you were to capture a queen, you would have hive veal forever. Like it would Ooh. just keep coming forever, um, as long as the queen has enough psychic meal to feed upon. Then you can have actual like hive caviar uh and so anyway i'm just saying in terms of how much if we're talking like actual fluid ounces that you could drink from more than your fill mm, i could feed all of thraxen with one <laughs> you mm. could you could try and all it would cost would be the um drinking the psychic power of like just one of the other habitable planets nearby you just like mm. siphon off of their dream energy <laughs> Who needs dreams anyways, right? Hopes and dreams. <laughs> you yes. just, just feed on that, and then, yeah, a bottomless, bottomless hive embryo energy forever. Mm, delicious. Before we go to a break, it's time to land this sucker on the slowly expanding and possibly exploding moon of Furnace. Uh, Foster, Kate. You're up in the bridge while Astra and Weaver have been spinning their trap. The trap is yeah. set. It's time to bring the ship down into a landing. How would you like to help Foster, Cade? Well, um, would you like to help Foster? You don't I'm actually not, have I'm to. Not particularly Cade, good. Cade, would you like to sit on my lip? You, um, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all if right, I if it's land the ship, then all right, um, all right, I'll show you how it's done. Get in here. Yeah, Foster, you tell okay. Kate. You just you just tell Kate how it's done. You 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 direct this I mean, and let, I'm, let I'm them know what to, you mean. I go I go I go hand over hand. Is it like hand over hand or hand in hand? Yes. <laughs> it's sort of the right. minute you get even close, it just kind of around you. We're kind of one being right now. It's like the pottery scene in Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> With the pottery instead, if, if Swayze was just being absorbed into the pottery, <laughs> the pottery and it just itself to was the ghost. Spin around inside the pottery, <laughs> and you just heard Swayze. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh man, if I had a heart, I'd be being so fast right now. <laughs> I don't think Cade can speak Aren't right now. But, um, bubble, bubble, the, bubble. Just, yeah. just bubbles rising to the surface every time. Yeah, you're feeling drives, bubbles. So. You're, so it's like just, a hot tub when you sit in it. It's like you feel bubbles. <laughs> uh, you're not prepared for this, Caden. This is not your expertise, but I will let you roll feelings. Roll me one die. To help? Yeah, all right. Hey. Uh, six. Oh, nice. Uh, that's incredible. Now, I will let you decide. Do you wish to help or hinder Foster in <laughs> landing the dark darkness on the well, moon? I would, would never, I would never hinder my crew. Um, I will, I will, of course, help Foster. Foster, for a know, brief moment, you get to feel what it's like to have a skeleton. It just happens to be Cade's skeleton, but for now, it's kind of your skeleton. Oh. So, with this newfound body wow. feeling embodying you, roll 
four you dice. Can, you wow. can tell. You can I, like tell. Have I feel like I have arms now. I can grab things. Cade's eyes are in fact green. Whoa. Not blue. I had it wrong this whole time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Possession is nine tenths, uh, Foster. So uh, roll for me four dice to land the ship. Okay. And that's when we're going to go to break. We're bringing this in either for a nice, sweet kiss to the ground oh. or we're crashing it into the mountains of madness. Can I, can I say what I'm trying to do? Yes. Uh, I'm, calm, I'm trying to do like, a, you know how like some people, like when they break their cars at high speed, they kind of do like that skid. Yeah. You want to do an e-brake turn yeah. into the drift park. Yeah. I want to drift the darkness. <laughs> oh, 46. Drum roll. Oh, sorry. Breath. I mean, they all and pass. Lasers, you're rolling under. You're rolling under four, right? Oh, five. Five. Uh, well, five. five. That's my number. Oh, and you got Eight. one of those numbers. So that's uh, that's an epic success. You, uh, you, as you're going through the e-brake turn, you're still going through a few gravimetric waves. So for a brief moment, you and Cade. One. Transcend time and space, and you <gasps> learn anything you want to know. What's your question? <laughs> I guess about Cade, but for a moment, <laughs> you and Cade like go past the event horizon, and then you, and then you, and then you, then the ship comes to a landing. But for one moment, maybe the two of you spent like a thousand years together. Oh, well. a whole life. It's like that scene in Rick and Morty where they go into the uh, arcade and live the entire yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, and then you die in the carpet factory, and then you're back on the ship, and you bring yourself into a break stop. Um, what is it that you see? Like the end of future. What question would you like to ask? Yeah, you can play the flute. Yeah, uh, that's. I was thinking Star Trek as well. <laughs> what is a what? 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 If, what would Cade's favorite place for a date be? Ooh. I mean, I should not have Aww. to answer that, Cade. <laughs> What's your deepest, darkest, sweetest place to go? <laughs> Deepest, darkest, sweetest place for a date. Uh, Cade really likes bowling. Oh, I gotta get some bowling oh, shoes. Oh, Foster, and you can you can make sure the lanes always stay waxed. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna rake it so much in his favor. Are the two of you ever going to uncouple, or is like consciously uncouple, oh, or are you just gonna remain forever oh, in this like, oh, like exoskeleton could... bonded situation? Oh man, I wish I could stay like this forever. Well, we're going to find out after the break whether or not Foster's actually ever going to give Kate up. Because this is turning into a bit of a clingy relationship. Uh, a relationship. A little sticky, a little slimy. Uh, Definitely a little Meanwhile, a little the dark darkness comes okay. down to the ground. It. His head's above. His head's like above the water. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I can breathe again. Uh, and uh, the, the, the ship... Parks between two mountain ranges in a perfect parallel drift comes to a stop. But then just as the camera pans out, the whole ground of the moon is like crackling apart and purple crystal light is is bleeding out of, of the of the surface of this moon as the moon itself begins to like crack like an egg as something deep inside of it is growing and growing bigger. The void is calling. 
and we Cthulhu? will find out more as <laughs> maybe maybe it's Cthulhu, Maggie. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying no. Uh, but we'll find out after the break as I guess we're going on an away mission, the landing party, as we uh, as we have to leave the ship and uh, solve the mystery of the void crystals before the hive armada. I mean, once they barrel through some Bieber music, they're right behind it and they're going to come crashing down. And if they reach the, the the hive crystal, the void crystals first, it's it's all over, folks. Uh, so for now, we'll be right back. We're going to take a short seven minute break. When I return, I'm going to talk to Trevor about uh, the filthy lot and about the projects that they're a part of. And then we're going to return to finish up Lasers and Feelings uh, before, I guess, Foster finishes up Cade. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I'm not trying to kill him. <laughs> finishes I mean, up or finishes yeah. off? <laughs> I just want to become one. <laughs> Into black. Well, okay, one, meet new aliens. We'll be back on Thursday with the second portion from our Tabletop Tuesday game, Lasers and Feelings. Be sure to check out all of the offerings of the DNDG Twitch channel by visiting twitch.tv slash dndggames. You can stay up to date with what we have planned by following us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. We'll be back recording new games very soon for our 10th season, and if you'd like to be part of helping to make that show possible, consider supporting us by becoming a sponsor today. Supporters get early access to our story episodes, and you can even upgrade your support to join in on a private game that we host every month. To find out more about supporting the Terrible Warriors, visit patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Our theme music is by Epic Game Music. My name is Justin Eacock, and I also edit this program. Return to us on Thursday for the second portion of Lasers and Feelings from the Dungeons and Do-Gooders live stream. And until we find you again at the Terrible Warrior table, thank you for listening. Be good to each other.